Is this thing on? Do I know what I'm doing? Do Who I let this guy doing? in here? Do you know what I'm doing? I don't know. Nobody knows what I'm doing. Does Mike know what I'm doing? Can Mike hear me? I think Mike can hear you. Okay, groovy. Perhaps he can't. We'll have to ask him again later. Okay. This is Free Talk Live. It's the old Greybeard edition on Monday night. <laughs> I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and joining me it's... Nobody. And we're here, and this is where we are. It's true. If we, here, if we weren't here, we'd be somewhere else. We'd be somewhere else. That's right. We, I mean, just by logic, right? If we weren't here, we'd be somewhere else. Pretty much, unless we were nowhere. Well, right. If we were nowhere, then we'd be Schrodinger's hosts, right? We're, yeah. we're only here if we're observed. Nobody can be nowhere. Nobody can be nowhere. It's true. <laughs> this is Free Talk Live. <laughs> if you want to join the conversation, you may dial 603 603- Two eight three six one six zero. Again, the number is six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Operators are standing by. Actually, that's not true. It's kind of an automated system that is standing by for your call. So, if you'd like to join the conversation, what are we going to talk about tonight? Nobody. Well, I brought in some stuff for show prep as I normally do, and here's just a few of the things that are on the list. COVID test center torched. Yay! Yeah, it's it's kind of difficult to say that one. COVID test center torched. There's a lot yeah. of sibilance going on in that one. It's true. It's true. But uh, we got a sibilant rivalry. <laughs> it it turns out that in over there in Holland, on the first day of the newly imposed curfew, that protesters torched a COVID test center. All right. I thought that'd be fun. Nice. Also, from the left coast, the great Northwest, if you will, which is a beautiful area of the country, if you ever get out there, uh, it is gorgeous when it's nice. Uh, apparently, there was some sort of a thing going on. Some some police were called to a scene, and a crowd sort of gathered round the police car. Perhaps mm-hmm. they were... You know, I don't know, hitting their fists upon the car, that type of a thing. So the officer in said car, mind you, the car is surrounded, uh, decided to just gun it and plow through the crowd. Huh. Running over at least one person that, I mean, you could tell that like a bunch of people, it was kind of like the parting of the Red Sea. There's a video on this particular article. And so, you know, the cop gunned it and everybody just sort of, you know, you know, mysteriously moved out of the way. But whoever was in front of the car a couple people were injured went to the hospital that type of thing and at least one person was run over Uh, it doesn't appear as if anybody died ironically but we can talk more about that as well it doesn't appear as if any of them died ironically or ironically it doesn't appear that any of them died it doesn't appear as if any of them died comma ironically okay okay how is (laughs) (laughs) get a good one man get a good one Wow. That's good stuff, man. That, yeah. That that, oh, jeez. That, that air is really good. Oh. I haven't had air like that since back in the day, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, was, I think I was just choking on the- uh, The sweet air of freedom? Uh, it could be that, or I don't know. I don't know if it was the right use of ironic. Is, was it ironic that they didn't I die? Yeah. Or? I, 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 I rarely use the word ironically in its appropriate sense, ironically. 
Oh, isn't that ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? Uh, what's, what's a little too what's ironic? Yes, I really do mm-hmm. think. Coincidentally. Coincidentally, okay. Coincidentally, that... it's not ironic. Okay. Yeah. Or ironically, it's not coincidental. I'm not sure which one we're in right now. It could be. It could be. Uh, going on, California, apparently. Surprise, Biden's in office now, so why not? They lifted their statewide curfew and stay-at-home order. Wow. Yeah. Like, wow. Huh? Weird. Weird how, like, Biden gets into office and all of a sudden people are like, ah, it's, we're all healthy now. We'll have to put that in Brain's our fine. list of home remedies for disease. You can, cure, <laughs> you can cure disease by electing child molesters. Who knew? Yes. Nobody knew that. Did nobody know or nobody didn't know? Uh, nobody didn't know. I wonder if we should have a, a host named who. A host I, named who? Yeah. Um, who. Well, we've got three stations. Would we want to put them on first? What's on second? I don't know. Third base. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just thinking um, for all the times we say, I don't know who. You yeah. know, like, who knows? Who does know? Well, right. that was actually my my plan. Nobody's done it yet. But my plan was if I was talking to a reporter and and saying ambiguous things and they and they just kept kept pushing for do you mean this or do you mean that do you mean this or do you mean that my final get out of this response was i don't know third base (laughs) (laughs) you are a crafty gentleman sir it's a sick world and i'm a happy guy take a tip from your uncle rich and then also i brought in a bit uh, apparently we were talking before the show started tonight uh about tulsi gabbard and her views on things. She's adorable. She oh, she is an attractive woman. Uh, <laughs> there is a hmm, some legislation being proposed, something along the lines of a domestic terrorism act, mm-hmm. something you know along that phraseology for the name of the thing. According to Tulsi Gabbard, this particular domestic terrorism act bill would have half of the country be terrorists. See, she's not a real Democrat because she says that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> and every Democrat knows that all Republicans are terrorists, and every real Republican knows that all Democrats are terrorists. Well, we know that government is a terrorist because it meets the definition, per- Yeah, particularly a domestic terrorist. So you're a real libertarian because you know they're both a bunch of terrorists. <laughs> Which makes them want to label me a terrorist as well because they do include libertarians in their list of things, uh, you know, white supremacists. Uh, yeah, I don't See, even why do they what, loop, you know. lump us in with that? Can't we be our own kind of terrorists? Do we have to be lumped into right-wing terrorists? Because I don't feel right-wing, and well, I never have. No, I'm not right-wing either. And in fact, I spend a lot of my time making sure I'm equally upsetting to both the left and the right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it takes work, you know. Yeah, but, like but some, they are snowflakes on both sides. Every now and, and again, you can it'll definitely be, make them cry if you work at it. Every now and again, someone will be like, "Hey, you leaned a little bit left on last night's show," and so the next time I do a show, I'll try and like make up for it by like I don't know, you know, saying something right wing. 
Yeah, see, I, I don't mind le- leaning a little left one way or, or a little right one way or the other for a night, but, uh, you know, I don't want to be mistaken for either of these camps because both left and right is made up of people who run your life, yes. want to run your life, and differ only in how they want to run it, you know? Whereas I'm a person, I don't want to run your life. I don't... I don't care how you do it. You can do it left. You can do it right. You can do it center. You can do it with a dolphin. Uh, I don't care. Just, you know, don't do it with any people that object. Yeah. I mean, again, my philosophy, and I think you share the philosophy, is do whatever you want as long as you ain't harming anybody else or their property. Which, it's kind of funny that that actually, uh, what's the religion that most closely matches that? philosophy mm, is it buddhism wicca oh, it is wicked you're because right yeah the wiccan read is and it harm none do as thou wilt shall will, be the right. whole of the law so which translated into modern english means if it doesn't hurt anybody then the law what you can be forced to do is effectively nothing yeah we see this repeatedly throughout all history and all culture right? do unto others as you would have done unto you, that type of a thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was mentioning Saturday Night, uh, Doctor Who, the longest-running science fiction series of all time, uh, has a, f- a saying, it is uh, uh, never cruel, never cowardly, and if you ever are, always make amends. It's all kind of the same thing. Groovy. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live coming up. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is Free Talk Live, the live Monday night edition. Our telephone number, if you'd like to join the conversation, is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And nobody. And I've got this. uh, I hesitate to call it an article because it's really just a blurb. There's a little bit of a video, but, you know, nothing much to to write home about. But I thought it was interesting because the headline reads, Protesters torch COVID test center in Holland on first day of curfew. Wow. (laughs) The little blurb says, Protests against coronavirus restrictions descended into violence across Holland. Is fire violence? Um, well, I mean, generally burning down something something that isn't yours is violence, but the suggestion there that's inaccurate is that that was the beginning of the violence. The beginning of the violence was actually the threats made against people by the government if they should choose to disobey. That was the beginning of the violence. The protesters just responded to violence with violence. Fight fire. Pretty much they fought fire with fire. (laughs) Literally. Uh, 
<laughs> protests against coronavirus restrictions descended into violence across Holland. The country's government enforced a curfew from 9 p.m. until 4.30 a.m. And that was the moment that it descended into violence as soon as they started enforcing yep. a curfew. It's almost like we play, uh, you ever play that Where's Waldo or... Uh, do you remember Highlights, a little magazine as a kid, and they'd have the hidden pictures at the back of it or whatever? Uh, or uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Like, all this type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we, as... I think she had a thing going on with Waldo. Oh, that's why people... That's that's, when it, they were always slipping Waldo off. Waldo and Carmen were, why, a, were an item, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they'd slip off into the closet, and everybody'd be like, where's Wa- Where's Waldo, and where in the world is Carmen Santiago? Well, they were in the closet. Um, <laughs> hey, you can't do that in there. It's a broom closet, but we're engaged. Well, disengage and get back to work. <laughs> nice. Um, I think the difference between, well, not the, a difference between most folks and Folks who call themselves voluntarists, that's libertarians, anarchists, mm-hmm. etc. Folks who subscribe to the non-aggression principle. We're able to find the violence when it starts. We're able to identify yeah. where, when it starts, where it comes from, where it originates. I think that's a, it's a big difference because a lot of folks will just say, oh, those protesters are so violent. Yeah. And never take into consideration what you've so eloquently pointed out, and that's the origin of the violence in this particular case, as well as the case around the globe when it comes to this COVID crap and all of the government mandates and stuff like that, is that the violence starts when the government enforces something upon you. Yeah. And for some reason, evil people seem to be good at convincing themselves and the rest of the world that evil isn't evil when they do it. You know, that it's okay to touch children if you're a priest, or it's so, and by the way, my church, if you're, if you're a kid toucher, well, act, the guy nailed to the wall in my church, he's not, the, he's not a prophet, he's, he's the, you know, the priest that was, uh, you know, giving kids a hard no. time, but... Um, <laughs> You've done unto others. <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, but, you know, the... Uh, uh, you know, for some reason, people manage to 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 make to convince people that oh, we're special, and if we threaten you to force you to buy our product or to force you to do what we do, uh, what we want you to do, then it's okay. Yeah. You know, and they're special. They they make themselves special, and they make you believe that they're special by doing a couple of very interesting things. First thing is buying off the media so that the media acts like they're well, special. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's the first thing. Uh, to me, I think the first thing that most folks don't notice or uh, will have a different reaction to these type of people is if they're in some sort of a uniform. Oh, yes. A fine hat makes a big difference. Pay attention to the hats. They might mean something. It's true. Uh, also, the the shiny badge. Right, mm-hmm. folks who have a shiny badge, they could be, they could just be wearing regular street clothes, and somebody flashes a badge. All of a sudden, people's behavior changes. That's because they're like raccoons. They're fascinated and hypnotized by shiny things. Ooh, a shiny thing! Oh, I should listen to this guy. <laughs> I should do exactly what he tells me. I had an argument with a guy in a movie theater about his policies or whatever. Uh, it was one of these movie theaters that serves beer and alcohol. 
while you watch a movie. And really? they, they refused to to serve me a full pitcher of beer by myself. I went to the movie. It was you know Tuesday afternoon. I was trying to catch the cheap show at six o'clock or at and three o'clock because it was six cheap bucks. Buzz. Well, I live in walking distance from this place. Uh, this uh-huh. is in in the Seattle area. And so anyway, uh, the waitress refused to bring me a pitcher of beer. I'm like, I'm probably going to drink two and a half beers while I you know watch this movie. That's about what the pitcher contained was two and a half. Sure. 16 ounce beers and like it would have cost me an extra three bucks or something to just order three beers one after the other and uh you know my argument was like why should i be penalized in price because you know she, the waitress actually admitted to me that she had somebody like dine and dash on her right so somebody ordered beer she served him a pitcher and they left and i'm like you shouldn't be penalizing me for something that somebody else did to you and and she's like, well, I'm just not gonna. And I'm like, you know, let me talk to your McManager. I talked to the McManager. See, I would have just there said, was, why don't I pay you in advance for the beer, and then we won't have any problem with it. I'll bring, pay you for it right when you bring it out. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't having any of that. Um, she had a distinct attitude, and you know, I wasn't gonna win the 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 argument there with her. So, yeah, I talked to the McManager. Uh, the McManager, you know, while I was waiting for the McManager, I of course got on the ma- magic rectangle and looked up the state law about serving and like there's no law that says you can't serve a person by himself an entire pitcher of beer there is a law that says he can only have one glass <laughs> right okay. uh, in, in the state of washington apparently if you're at a place that serves alcohol you can only have one you can't be double fist in it right you can't have two beers to yourself you can't have a beer and another cocktail like sitting in front of you uh, kind of a thing they're very very serious about this stuff. So, at any rate, what what do they think the glasses might do to you? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's an indication that uh, somebody has been overserving you if you have more than one uh, glass in front of you. Is According it, can to you the have law. like a beer and a glass of water? Because, I mean, I, that's I have had that. If I had a second drink, that's what my second drink would I, be. Would I be have some had water. that, and it wasn't a problem. So, okay, groovy. But my point in all this is that uh, the McManager. Uh, you know, said, well, you know, she's just uh, quoting our, our policy here at, you know, unnamed movie theater. And I said, well, can you show me a copy of the policy? And he's like, no, we, we don't have it written down. I'm like, well, how can you have a policy if you haven't written it down? And he's like, well, we just do what the guys in the badges tell us to. My so, tables, let me write it down that you can smile and smile and be a villain. So apparently at some point, somebody in a badge convinced this guy that, you know, he, he was the policy writer. Wow. 603-283-6160. More coming up. Having taken her father's throne, Sarah Calhoun has fallen out with one of her best allies, and her brother Nathaniel heads into Imperial Philadelphia with a reckless plan. Her uncle Thomas, armed with new powers and new allies, aims to remove Sarah from her throne and from the world of the living. To survive and to gain the strength she needs to fight an impossible war, Sarah must unite the Mound Builder Kings to enact an ancient rite that will propel her beyond mortality. Servant Daughter by T.J. Butler is the newest entry in the Dragon Award-winning Witchy War series from Bane Books at BaneBooks.com. Yes, it's Bad Air Drums Live. That's me doing bad air drums over here because I don't have limb independence like drummers do. And so I do a horrible job of, of air drumming. 
I'm a much better Ooh. air guitarist because I play actual guitar, and so that makes my air guitaring like all the more realistic. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, everybody. It is Free Talk Live. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain, joining nobody. me. Nobody. It's nobody. And we were, just to finish this off, it's a, such a short article, I didn't even get to read the second sentence uh, or third sentence. Uh, <laughs> the country's government enforced a curfew from 9 p.m. until 40, 4.30 a.m. to reduce the spread of the virus amid fears of the new U.K. variant. In Amsterdam, so Eindhoven. So does the virus go out more at night? Is that what it, it seems is? This to a be nocturnal a, virus? It seems to be a party machine, right? A party animal. Oh, yeah, because it's afraid of part. It, it, it loves to go to parties, but, you know, it won't go to, like, riots. Right. And apparently bars are most affected, at least according to government, because they like shutting down bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. So any place that you might go for, like, you know, a good time, you mm-hmm. know, for some sort of entertainment or to gather with other people and, you know, some sort of sense of, you know, camaraderie and brotherhood and stuff like that. Right. Apparently it attacks those places more so than like Walmart, for example. Maybe it doesn't want us to have. Maybe the uh, virus is afraid that we'll be too united, and so it wants us not to communicate very oh, much. Maybe. But also in Amsterdam, Eindhoven, and other locations, demonstrators against the restrictions also clashed with the police. Yay! <laughs> It'd be funny if while that was happening, there was a concert that featured the clash and the police. It really would. <laughs> that would be ironic. I actually, the clash and the police would be a great double bill. I'd go see that. If are they dead yet? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so at any rate, that's sort of the end of that. I wanted to tell you also that Bitcoin dot com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and get and click on get started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information. Actual cornucopia not included. Neatly organized by your needs. There is no longer an excuse for ignorance of this important world-changing information. If you are a knowledgeable crypto user already, check out news.bitcoin.com, where you can get the latest headlines of all the news relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a very slick and easy-to-use website. Visit bitcoin.com. All right, so we've heard about protesters torching the COVID test center in Holland on the first day of the curfew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I wonder they didn't just sh- throw uh, wooden shoes in it this time either, which is that's actually the wooden shoes. I don't know if you know this that they wear in Holland. Is it the Dutch, yeah, they're called sabo, and that is the origin of the word sabotage. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, it's throwing, they were throwing their wooden shoes into the gears of the machinery, apparently. And that was sabotage. That was sabotage. So Taj has got to be what? Stopping something or uh, uh, well, suffix or something? Sabotage is causing something not to work. Right. I'm just, uh, that I'm just wondering would what work the, the Taj if, it, if part. you hadn't thrown your wooden shoes into it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I once knew a gentleman who was uh, half Dutch and half Chinese. So he was, really, he was a very tall, large man, but also you know with a you know a stereotypical uh, Chinese face, 
right? Uh-huh. And uh, so we were talking one at one point about uh, you know everybody's kind of a mutt, you know, and and so if you were a mutt, you know, of your own heritage, you know, kind of what would you be? And he's like, well, I'd be really good at fighting but while wearing wooden shoes <laughs> <laughs> so he would be an expert at both combat and sabotage Sabatuji. <laughs> so speaking of things that governments do this from the spokesman review from spokane washington uh referencing news out of tacoma washington At least two injured after Tacoma police car plows through crowd of pedestrians on Saturday. Huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The thing is, I saw the film and it looked like those people were surrounding a different car. It kind of, yeah, the film, watching it the first time, I was like, (gasps) you know, once you see the car kind of, you know leave the crowd of people and and it was weird how the people sort of dispersed as soon as the car began moving and by dispersed i mean leapt out of the way in all directions right, right if they had surrounded the car well if you're quick that's what you do right um <laughs> but not everybody was not quite everybody so was quick, quick enough because there was at least in the footage uh, contained in this article it's pretty plain that this particular car did run over one of these pedestrians oh yeah you definitely see the rear wheel going over somebody i don't know how he got under there but i don't know how somebody's definitely horrific and it looked like he was gonna die yeah i don't know how somebody's not dead but apparently wait what did you say i uh i misspoke oh okay well you can't do that. I was, I was, I meant to say. Uh, I almost uh, said "oh poop" and then I stopped no, myself. Uh, <laughs> I meant to say what I was trying to say is something along the lines of, apparently nobody died at this darn thing, but I didn't use the word "darn." Okay, I think you can use the analog of "darn" on the radio. Actually, no, I used the F word. Oh, yeah. okay, I okay, dropped, yeah, that one you can't use. I dropped the bomb on you. Uh, nobody. Wow. I dropped the bomb on And you. I didn't even notice. Isn't yeah. that the way of it with me? I noticed because, um, <laughs> well, I've got my headphones turned up real loud so that I can hear myself. It's a good plan. So it's a good plan. But at any rate, this from the Associated Press, apparently, republished by the Spokesman Review. Tacoma, Washington, at least two people were injured when a police officer responding to a report of a street race plowed his car through a crowd of pedestrians that had gathered around him and were pounding on the car's windows in downtown Tacoma on Saturday night, officials oh. said. Okay, I'm understanding the story better with that little bit of information. The incident happened just before 7 p.m. as about 100 people were blocking an intersection and watching several cars spinning in circles. So this is uh, these are people they they do things called drifting and that type of thing. These are right, you know, people. They were drifters. Yes, um, police, but not high plains drifters. A police car then arrived and then drove through the crowd after people tried to block the vehicle. A witness said, "Video posted on social media shows the police car hitting several people and running over at least one person." Mm. Tacoma police spokesperson Wendy Haddo told the newspaper that police were notified shortly after 6 p.m. of the street racers, so it only took them an hour to get there. Yeah. (laughs) When seconds count, police are minutes away. 
It's true. Haddow said uh, a responding officer used his car's bullhorn to address the crowd. The crowd then began pounding on his windows, she said. The officer, fearing for his safety. <laughs> insert wow. insert traditional government excuse here. Bang! The officer, <laughs> quote, fearing for his safety, unquote, tried to back up, but was unable to do so because of the crowd. Now, wait a minute. So we know that he gunned it and moved forward, uh, but this story claims that he was unable to gun it and move backwards. Well, I mean, he certainly could have moved backwards in the same way that he moved forwards. I think what they're trying to get across is that he tried to get out of there without hitting anybody by backing up and and then decided to just move forward. Now, I don't know. I've I got to admit I've been in that situation driving cab yeah. where people tried to block my cabin and some housing projects in Ann Arbor. Yep, yep. And I dev- I didn't run anybody over, but I definitely made it clear that I would if pushed and they got out of my way. Well, that apparently prompted him to speed out of the scene for his own safety, police said. More free talk live coming up. Yes, it is Free Talk Live, the Monday night edition. The old graybeards are in the studio today. That's right. It's myself, the captain, and joining me tonight, it's... Nobody. And we have been talking about this article from several sources, but uh, this one is from the Spokesman Review out of Spokane, or Spokane, Washington, if you want to mispronounce it. Spokane. Yeah, that's the mispronunciation. Yeah, it's Spokane when it, you're is, when you're there. It but. sounds like a like a shortage for a spoonful of cocaine. It I does, just need it, a yeah. Spokane and it I'll does. be fine. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it could definitely be a portmanteau for that. Uh, somebody did a bad parody song or a good parody song, depending on your opinion, mm. of uh, the song "Cocaine." But uh, it's uh, if you want to get down, get down in the town of Spokane. Oh, nice, yeah, so, nice. Yeah. Hey, can you pass the drugs? <laughs> at any rate, at least two were injured after a Tacoma police car plows through a crowd of pedestrians mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> we talked about how the police were notified at 6 p.m. but didn't show up until 7. Yeah, oh, they were definitely in more of a hurry to leave than they were to get there. Um, <laughs> the officer, fearing for his safety, tried to back up, but was unable to do so because of the crowd, Tacoma police said in a statement. That prompted him to speed out of the scene for his own safety, police said. One person sustained cuts in the collision and was taken to a hospital, Haddo said. Puyallup Police Captain Dan Pashan told KCPQ-TV that a second person was treated at the hospital and released. I assume that second person was the person who actually got run over. Yeah, that was that was horrific looking. It really was on, on the video. I just, yeah. oh, God, that didn't look good. Not at all. City manager Elizabeth Pauly said the officer involved will be placed on leave. Oh, he gets a paid vacation. Right. How nice for him. The Pierce County Force Investigation Team, or... That's, that doesn't even spell anything. 
Wow, what a horrible job you've done, government. The Pierce County Force Investigation Team will handle the case, Polly said. Interim Police Chief Mike Ake, I don't know why they have an interim police chief, but uh, he released a statement saying that he was concerned about another use of deadly force incident and promised his department's full cooperation in the investigation. And we know how this is going to go. They're going to investigate themselves and find that they did nothing wrong. That's, that's exactly, what they do. That's exactly how it's going to go. And that's just about, and, and it's not probably unique to the police. I mean, if you ask the mafia to investigate themselves, I'm sure that they would find that the mafia did nothing wrong. Right. If you get the Republican Party or the Democratic Party to investigate themselves, any criminal organization that you ask to investigate itself the bloods, the will crips. probably yeah. find that it did nothing wrong. So perhaps it's only common to criminal organizations. Uh, could be. Of course, if you get an investi- uh, 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 an organization that hasn't done anything wrong to investigate itself, it too might determine that it hasn't done anything oh, wrong. That's, that's a very good point. the unfortunate thing it's, is it all comes out the same. I just... <laughs> okay, so let's say... You've taken a job as a police officer in Tacoma, Washington. Oh, let's say that I haven't. Uh, just hypothetically. Uh, and and you're called to this let's scene. Let's say it was you, hypothetically, who did this. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the reason I'm... Uh, so I just, what I want to get Ain't at here is... nobody got time for that. What, you know, in a libertarian society, what would the police officer have done? Uh, well, he would have morphed into a security guard, um, realized that nobody was damaging whatever property he was charged with, uh, protecting, and then he would have just pissed off, um, in which case the people would not have been pissed off and thus probably wouldn't have been surrounding his car and banging on the windows. People never do that to me because I'm not a threat to anybody. It's interesting how, <laughs> like we've been talking about, when folks are you know wearing a certain uniform or driving in a vehicle with certain markings on it or uh, uh-huh. that type of a thing that uh, a lot of the population does not realize that that is a threat. But some of the population does realize that, and I think that these people at this race were part of that population. I, I believe so, too, at least in part where... They were having some fun, and there was a crowd of them, and this particular person threatened to end their fun. Uh, yeah, and you never know. Sometimes when they do that, they just randomly and casually end your life while they're at it. It's true, particularly if they, quote, fear for their life, unquote. And this seems to have been a fearful one. They're the most dangerous kind. The cowardly cops are the ones that shoot you. Or run you over. Apparently. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And probably choke you and throw you in a vat of acid or whatever, however else they kill civilians. Um, you know, there's a vat of acid. Wow, it could happen. Interesting. You know, it happened on Rick and Morty, but it was fake acid. Oh, I was I was thinking back to uh, an old Smothers Brothers routine uh, where the guy. It's a song, but it's called "I Fell in a Vat of Chocolate." Oh wow. 
<laughs> and it carries on. You know, they're trying to figure out why he, you know, how did he get to a point where he was anywhere near a vat of chocolate and how he fell in or whatever. And mm-hmm. and uh, that that he uh, that that he had he had yelled fire when he fell in. And it was like, why why would you yell fire if you fell in a vat of chocolate? It's and the end of the song is because. I yelled fire because nobody'd save me if I just yelled chocolate. <laughs> wow! Yeah, you see, it reminds fire. me of an uncle of mine who fell into a into a vat of beer. He worked at a brewery. Did he try to drink his uh, way out? Uh, yeah. Well, apparently they tried to save him three times, but he fought him off. <laughs> um. <laughs> there's a there's a movie called Beer Fest. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty old. I guess fifteen years or so. Um and yeah the the guy catches some sort of arch enemy trying to fool around with you know whatever it is they're making the perfect beer or whatever and mm. and the guy gets pushed into a vat of beer and he goes up to the edge of the beer and he tries to pound his way out and he's like no that's not happening he looks to his left he looks to his right and he just decides to start drinking his way out and a little like you know pool you know tornado uh, you know, whirlpool, whirlpool yeah forms oh, as wow. he's like trying to drink his way out but he's not that good of a drinker that he can drink an entire vat to free himself and he dies in the aforementioned vat of beer wow well what a way to go yeah he um, eventually gets replaced by a uh, an identical twin brother <laughs> wow in the movie yeah like probably nice. five minutes later in the movie yeah it's, it's nice nice that's very handy you should always I, I kind of wish there was a spare me so that like i could you know, if I did something really stupid and died, we wouldn't have to tell my parents. I could, we, you could just send in a ringer. Yeah, um, <laughs> duplicating yourself on demand is the way to go. Because if there's just a spare you, you've got to re- be responsible for a whole bunch of things now. If there's an additional you, because that's two people to feed, two people to clothe, two people to you know do whatever you know, two people to make sure frozen, two people to make sure you look exactly the same, so people aren't like, hey, you had a beard yesterday. I and did then, have a beard yesterday, and, but then like tomorrow you have no beard, and you're like, did you shave? Yeah, when the day after, that's like, okay. You wow, tell that, you shaved. That beard came back really quick. And you're like, oh yeah, I glued it on or whatever, right? Oh yes, I I fell into a vat of fertilizer <laughs> is what happened. Um, <laughs> I, I just stapled the old beard to my face or whatever, right? There you go, there you go. <laughs> Why did the punk rocker cross the road? None of your business. Because he was stapled to the chicken. Yes. <laughs> if you knew punk rockers in high school, that's funny because I, they did staple themselves to things. It's true. Um, <laughs> it's true. All right, uh, moving right along, let's talk about this. Uh, from the Orange County Register, California lifts coronavirus stay-at-home orders and curfew statewide. See, I've read a lot of supersti- uh, superstitions from various parts of the world, and never did I know in all the old wives' tales that I read that of electing a child molester president would cure, a con- would cure an epidemic. Yeah, I... Never would have guessed that in all of all of my years having been on Earth, I would have never been like, "Hey, you know what? We could hear this." Yeah, Let's I mean, just, I probably yeah. would have been like, "Let's throw one in a volcano first and see what <laughs> happens before we elect him president." But I wonder when folks are going to start doing that to politicians. Well, yeah, no doubt. You know, no doubt. There's certainly plenty of volcanoes on, on the planet. Yeah, and then you, and then you get somebody like Joe Biden. He's the lowest of the low because it's like cop child molester and politician in prison he'd be in trouble i think he's just biding his time until camel toe harris takes over oh good luck 
603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. Look, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of pain if you use Coinomi. The reason is their wallet doesn't support payments. The solution is simple. Let them hear your voice. Message Coinomi on Twitter. It takes five seconds and tell them any pace sent you because they're on the fence right now. And your voice will prove that people care about using Bitcoin for payments. Go tweet at Coinomi now or even better, leave a review in the app store. They really pay attention there. Thanks. Free Talk Live. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Welcome to the show. Our Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Well, it actually does end oh. 7 to 10 Eastern Time, 7 days a week. So in that respect, it never ends in that we're 7 days a week. Well, if you consider LRN.FM as a single show, it never ends, because that's a 24-hour that, tr- that is a truism. You are speaking, <laughs> you're speaking things that are true. Nobody tells the truth. On tonight's episode of Things That Are True... Uh, our telephone number here is 603-283-6160. We'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, and... Nobody. And we've been talking about all sorts of fun things, including this bit from Tacoma, Washington, where apparently at least two have been injured. After a Tacoma police car plows through a crowd of pedestrians. After uh, the police were called to some folks who were spinning their tires and or racing, possibly. Wow. Allegedly. Well, if they were spinning their tires an, an hour before when the police were called and they were still spinning their tires an hour later when the peace police arrived, they were definitely up to something. That's probably a race, because, you know. Why is it always going to be racist with you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a person who likes racing. That makes you a racist. (laughs) All right, let's go to... Why are you in such a hurry? (laughs) Let's go to your calls and thoughts. We have Tom calling from New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening. One of my gripes, and one of the things that I uh, battle is when I go to call up an office and I get, please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. I'm sorry, Tom, if you'd like to be on the air, please press three now. And uh, (laughs) please, uh, to speak to an agent, say agent. They want me to navigate menus. They want me to babble to a robot. And instead, if it won't, I, I just wait for a person to answer. And if a person doesn't answer, that means... They want me to call a different business. And sometimes, you know, if I'm straightening out a bill and they don't answer the phone, okay, they don't want the money, and they wind up incurring the cost of a collection agency. Yeah, the next time, thinking, the next time uh, Tom, you encounter one of these, you can have a little bit of fun. And that is if you uh, get drunk before you call and you say something like, speak to an Asian, right? Sounds like you said speak to an Asian. They'll go, you'll hear the automated voice go, Okay, transferring you to an agent now. Well, what I was 
thinking about would be hilarious is if somebody who takes a similar view of these uh, machines that are installed in order to degrade and humiliate customers, what happened to be at the Save America rally, the so-called, uh, and they went there maybe they're, because they're just in favor of gun rights. And then they hear all these speeches and they're horrified and they're just plain shocked when they overhear conversations among the crowd on the way to the Capitol about the things they're planning to do. So let's say they try to call uh, Congresswoman uh, Ar- Alessandria Ocasio-Cortez or Rashida Tlaib. They have these kinds of systems on their congressional telephones. I'm sorry, Tom, and I have to stop you right there. I have to correct you. It's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That's, and, I've been, I have it on good information. That's how the pronunciation is. When you go, uh, let's say they're calling up uh, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib's office and they get uh, this menu and they don't want menus. They want to talk to a person and a person doesn't pick up and it disconnects them and they say, <laughs> okay, fine, be that way. Yeah. Trying to warn them about these crazy people that are on their way to storm the, the Capitol and they can't warn them because, oh, well, you have configure your phone system not to answer the phone when the caller won't navigate menus, hey, that that would be hilarious, I think. Yep. If you've had enough of government, press 5. Wow. And our whole audience <laughs> Thanks presses for the call, 5 Tom. at the same time. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I have a bit of experience with these things. Uh, uh, these phone systems are called IVRs, or Interactive Voice Response Systems and that's and, like your business. You're you are a I don't professional. Really, I don't really want to talk about that. But, okay, but I do have some experience uh, in in this area with phone systems and such. Uh, and I can tell you that it is like literally impossible for these larger corporations. Uh, I'm thinking large internet providers, you know, cable companies. I'm also thinking governments uh, to employ enough people to actually answer the phone on say the fourth ring you know for everybody who calls at any given point in space and time yeah because sometimes you just get thousands of calls i would imagine if it's like the uh that that's the same way with uh running a server on the internet you might have an hour when nobody connects to your server and you might have another time when ten thousand people try to hit it at exactly the same time yep now uh to tom's point though and again having some experience in in this field um, most of them are not put together eloquently. Most of them are not put together in a way that treats the callers with respect. Most of them are not put together in a way that you would want to be treated if you were running that business. Yeah, I mean, I, to some extent, it's kind of irrational because that's like saying that the menu of a compu- of a computer program is disrespectful to you you hear a voice and suddenly you expect the thing to be human but it's not human it's right. a machine yeah um you know and it it's got buttons yep you know humans don't have those i called one and it said uh, something like say whatever it is whatever topic you're calling about and then you say what you're calling about and the voice goes i can help with that regardless of what it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> you call and you're like, yeah, I'd like instructions on how to change a you know a muffler belt on a '72 Delta 88. I can help with that. No, you can't oh, because wow. muffler belts aren't a thing, right? You know. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> so, I mean, they are very programmed. Uh, marketing people generally control the the verbiage that's presented to you or the personality. Um, there's a little bit of art that goes into some of the voiceover stuff where, like, you know, a person who does the voicing for one of these systems will record like this. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. And then that way when you call in and, and you hear the voice sound weird, they go, you are caller number five. It's like a ransom note. They just use, you know, pieces <laughs> cut out of other things. Yeah, different fonts, different sizes, different colors. Yes, it's mm-hmm. exactly like a ransom note at, at that point. So, uh, But the other point I wanted to make about these phone systems that uh, I think goes right along with what Tom was getting at is that <laughs> most of these companies don't care. You're you're so small and minute to them. You're you're fifty bucks or a hundred bucks a month that you're paying them, whatever it is. The cable company, I'm guessing, you know, the phone company for your cell phone, that type of thing. Like you are just one of millions of customers. There's enough uh, change that happens within the industry that they've already projected that they're going to lose you anyway to another company. But for every time you move from one company to another company, there's somebody from that company coming to their company that's dissatisfied with their service as well and tired of their IVR or their phone system. Of course, the fatalism of that is that you miss the case that when, like, if you deal, if you do business with companies that are small enough that they actually are concerned about keeping all the customers that they have, yes. you're going to get much better service. Indeed. You know, yeah. you might pay a little more, but you're going to get much better service. Yeah, but the, these large companies, you're, you're just a number. Yeah. That's it. And, and that's to be ex- expected, and that's actually vital to keeping the economy working. Because if there were no diseconomies of scale, if there were only economies of scale, then you would get the leftist vision of what a first of what a free market will do, which is that uh, every industry is dominated by one infinitely large competitor. But because of diseconomies of scale, because you get less efficient in some ways as you get larger, there will always, in most real markets, be several major competitors. 603-283-6160 is our number. If you'd like to join us, we've got more Free Talk Live on the way. Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Free Talk Live, the live call-in talk radio program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about anything you would like to talk about. Our telephone number here in the studio is 603-283-6160. Again, the number 603-283-6160 if you want to join in the conversation. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And nobody. And AnyPay 2.0 is here. And crypto payments are now faster than ever. If you're using Edge Wallet, HandCash, Bitcoin.com, or Dash Wallet, your experience should be smooth. 
But some wallets aren't ready for this impressive new technology. These wallet programmers need to hear from you, the wallet users. Visit anypayinc.com forward slash upgrade to learn why some popular wallets are incompatible with AnyPay 2.0 and reach out to those wallet programmers and encourage them to make payments perfect at anypayinc.com forward slash upgrade. And I can say for certain that uh, I've used AnyPay uh, as a consumer on many an occasion here in the New Hampshire area. And it is great. It is fast. The I, I like it. The retailers also like it because it is fast. They get confirmations so quick. Uh, those guys do an amazing job. Yeah, th- it's a good product. So we were going to talk about the state of California. I mean, sorry, California. Uh, this from. The OCregister.com. California lifts coronavirus stay-at-home orders and curfew statewide. The state will return to county-by-county regulations. Officials say Governor Newsom will address the issue later today. Hmm. Uh, So, I like, you know, make up your mind. Lift it or don't. Don't be like, okay, well, we're going to lift it here, but, like, your local, you know, ordinances still apply. Yeah, well, I don't know. Local regulation is better than statewide regulation is better than uh, federal regulation is better than international regulation, I would say. The the bigger the jurisdiction, the worse the regulation becomes because it becomes that much harder for dissenters to just be someplace else. And I can say from all of these, mm, we'll call them government overstepping's mandates and such Ooh. the mask mandates for example who was that masked man we've seen here in new hampshire where at first new hampshire as a state didn't do anything as far as the masks were concerned Fol- folks were kind of wearing them and then a few select areas in new hampshire uh, the city of Keene, for example a couple of other cities we're like, okay, well, we're going to write a mask mandate for our specific city. Mm-hmm. And so they did, and they put that into place with no voting, of course. You know, nobody had any choice. Yeah. Not you. Nobody but, didn't get the yeah. choice. They didn't, they didn't ask me. And so they put that in. So I was able to, for example, stop shopping at places in Keene. Right. <laughs> because I would just go to places outside of Keene where... I, there was no mask mandate. I didn't have to wear one. And life was fine. Everything was yeah. hunky-dory. Except for when I came to Keene, I was like, oh, gosh, I hate coming here when I have to buy something from, like, you know, the Home Depot or whatever. Something that only mm-hmm. is here in Keene and not near, you know, where I live because I'm about a half hour outside. And the problem with that sort of thing is there are storekeepers who are legitimately afraid of the robot, of, of the Rona. They're actually afraid. And there are other storekeepers who have a sign-up on their door that says they're afraid, more or less, but they're really not afraid. Now, given my choice, I want to shop with the guy who's not afraid. Right. Because I don't want to impose myself on somebody who doesn't want my business. Right. I want to do business with somebody who's going to go out of his way to keep my business. So I want to go to the store that wants me as a customer. But as soon as the law requires those people to lie to me, yeah. 
then I just go in whatever store is closest. And I ignore the rule because I don't regard it as a message from the property owner. I regard it as a message from the state. And screw them. Right. And you you make a good point because they have muddied the waters. It's less possible for somebody to know what business aligns with your personal philosophies. Yeah. In this particular regard, because it, it's a blanket, one-size-fits-all situation mandate. Uh-huh. One-size-fits-all mandate. All stores, all stores must now require. And then they make these stores be the enforcement arm of these mandates. Yeah, it's which like, it's amazing that some poor 16-year-old kid hasn't gotten killed trying to enforce some of these ridiculous mandates because you know it's frightening when you go into three stores looking for food and none of them will serve you uh you know it's like well i have to eat yeah so this is not going to work out well for me if i can't find somebody who will sell me food without demanding that i violate my morals right or even those who have say a medical exemption for yeah. example, uh, or, you know, those people get treated as if they are scum because uh, sometimes some places. And that's the thing. That's how I know the difference sometimes between a storekeeper who wants my business, despite my being non masky and a storekeeper who doesn't want my business because I'm not wearing a mask is the latter one is more likely to tolerate his employees treating me like I have three heads, in which case I'm not going to go back to that store. I'm going to go someplace else. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it certainly is something that drives me crazy. Yeah. But California apparently lifted the regional stay-at-home orders across the state Monday in response to improving coronavirus conditions. Yeah. How did they evaluate that? Well, they used tests that lie. I don't know. Maybe they told them to lie less. Maybe they because uh, maybe they just did fewer iterations of the PCR, <laughs> and so they found out things were improving. Uh, they've returned the states to a system of county by county restrictions. At this point, the order had been in place in the San Francisco Bay Area, San Joaquin Valley, and Southern California, covering the majority of the state's counties. The change will allow businesses such as restaurants to resume outdoor operations in many areas, you know, in the middle of January when everybody loves to eat outdoors. In Cal- in parts of California, you can eat outdoors in January. Well, right. Not Northern California. Not in all of it. Yeah. Uh, though local, off, uh, local officials could choose to continue stricter rules. The state is also lifting a 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew. Uh, I- because, again, that... Virus is such a party animal. It's really out there at night. It's so excited. It wishes it could find people to party with. Don't let your don't let your daughters out after 10 p.m. in California, or the the Rona might corrupt them. <laughs> don't let them out in D.C. or Biden might get them. Oh, oh, the sniffer <laughs> 603-283-6160. En route is more free talk live. 
What if the United States and the Soviet Union had fought on land, sea, air, and the astral plane, struggled for dominion across parallel dimensions or on the surface of the moon? What wonders would have been unveiled? What terrors would have haunted mankind from those dark and dismal dimensions? Come closer, peer through a glass darkly, and discover the horrifying alternative visions of World War III from some of today's greatest minds in science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Weird World War III. Available now from Bane Books at BaneBooks.com. Yes, it is Between Segment Discussion Live. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That was before now. Now it's Free Talk Live. Our telephone number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. I say that because sometimes the discussion between segments is better than the actual segments themselves. But if you want to hear it, you got to come to Keaton, New Hampshire. Well, <laughs> and we don't have that much room in the studio. And um, you know, it's <laughs> it's it is a freer version of Free Talk Live. Well, the FCC segments. doesn't the, yeah. f with our communications, right? Um, that is true. <laughs> and so we're more apt to have more open. Uh, dialogue with well more cuss words really let's just say what it is right? well it's you true know, we're we able do. to sort of you know speak like the truckers we are yes yes <laughs> although i was actually a cab driver it's the same yeah, I, idea i drove a van so you know i wasn't really a trucker okay yeah i didn't have the cdl so i guess i guess that wouldn't really qualify yeah. as a trucker What's that movie with uh, it's an old movie where Convoy? No, 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 <laughs> not Breaker One Nine Rubber Duck. No, it's where uh, it's like Harvey. Is it Harvey Keitel? It's the one. Oh, it's from Dusk Till Dawn, where like the oh. family's traveling traveling around in the camper, and they they end up going to this what appears to be a biker bar that later turns out to be a bar full of vampires. But they walk in, and it appears to be a a, a biker bar, but no, it's really a trucker bar. And so there, there's words being said, and the guy says, well, you see that RV outside? I had to get a CDL and learn how to drive that. Technically, that makes me a trucker. And that, like, somehow bought him the respect of the establishment. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes if you can, sh- uh, you know, sometimes finding something in common with people is the, uh, is the best thing you can do. I saw a great segment uh uh, of Saturday Night Live, it was uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, Black Jeopardy. They called it, and it was uh, it was uh, a it was an all black version of Jeopardy okay. with one got one white contestant on it in a uh, in a Make America Great hat. <laughs> and the thing is, 
he was the 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 joke of the whole thing was his responses were like stereotypically black and so you know like like when they talk about elections he's like oh yeah all that was decided months ago <laughs> you know and the black folks are like yeah how does he know that you know white people aren't supposed to know that and so it was it was really cool that you know by by the end of it uh, the the guy who's playing the host is just like well we're just going to come back and play the national anthem just to see what happens um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we've been talking about California lifting its stay at home orders and its curfew <laughs> statewide. So that now, uh, if there is going to be curfews and stay at home orders and masking and all that stuff, uh, it's going to be handled on a county by county basis, which apparently it is because, according to this article, the three largest counties in California all have their own uh, restrictions in place. So this this may not be as newsworthy as one would hope. Well, it remains newsworthy for the people who aren't in those three largest counties or even for people who can escape those three largest counties and do their shopping in the next county over this says instead of having to drive to you know vegas to shop this says together we changed our activities knowing our short-term sacrifices would lead to longer-term gains yeah there's no reason to believe that there's been no scientific studies that show that shutdowns are better in the long run than not having shutdowns. in fact there's been studies done that say the exact opposite of that. isn't that interesting COVID nineteen. But if you don't if you don't obey the shutdown, you hate science. Yes, that's right. Because you've actually read the studies. <laughs> it goes on to say COVID nineteen is still here, it's still deadly, so our work is not over, but it's important to recognize our collective actions saved lives and we're turning a crucial corner. Doctor yeah, We don't Thomas. know that. Again, you're just yeah. you're pulling that directly out of your rectal region, sir. You don't know that. That was Dr. Thomas Aragon the state's public health director, who said that in a statement. Yeah, see, first he was a doctor, and I thought, well, maybe he does know something, but then it turns out he's actually a bureaucrat, so probably not. If he could make patients happy, he'd make more money as a doctor. Governor Gavin Newsom, I'm sorry, Newsom, was, because that's what he does, right? He's like, oh, you want freedom? No, son. (laughs) There you go. Governor Gavin Newsom was expected to address the public later Monday. Public officials in some of California's major cities and counties indicated they could soon lift local restrictions, too. We will be moving forward with some limited reopenings, including outdoor dining and personal services, San Francisco Mayor London Breed said in a tweet. Oh, God, I need some personal services. Also, who names their (laughs) kid London Breed? London Breed? Yeah, like, just as it sounds. That's definitely a a funky name. Have you found that, have you noticed that people frequently who make news have, like, completely unique names that you never would have (laughs) imagined? Like, uh, what was it? The reality winner is one that sticks in the head. (laughs) Somebody made news named reality winner. 
And it almost, I can imagine the guys in the CIA writing these stories and being like, well, we don't want to give it a name, give, give that character a name that somebody actually has. So let's name him reality winner. Right. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that sometimes in these stories, people, uh, people's names, especially if they stand out, you rarely do you ever see somebody authoring one of these articles that's named like Bob Smith, you know, yeah. like something super common. Uh, but going on, Orange County planned to lift some restrictions as well, said Jessica Good, a spokesperson for that county's health agency. In Los Angeles County, home to 10 million people, Republican Supervisor Catherine Barger expressed support for opening outdoor dining, personal care services, and other industries, and said the state must balance public health with devastating social, emotional, and economic impacts of the virus. Isn't it nice that that stuff matters now that Donald Trump is out of office? They must balance it. Because none of those things mattered. Just... Oh, short couple of weeks ago. What it what matters to these people is that they control it now. They've taken away your right to transact freely, to gather as you freely wish to do, and now they're giving it back to you only under the auspices of their personal control. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if auspices was the right word there, but you get what I'm saying. Wow, yeah, that's a that's a fifty cent word. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'll try to try to dumb it down. Keep it uh, keep it low for you. Well, I mean the thing is fifty cent word is not nearly as expensive as it used to be. That's what my fourth grade teacher told me not to use. So at this point I think it has to be a two dollar word before you've got a problem. Yeah, you gotta account for inflation. It's true. Fifty cent word back in well, pre nineteen thirteen anyway, you know, today would be Oh man, what like three hundred bucks or something? Uh, oh, a fifty cent word. <laughs> yeah. Well, the dollar the, has, the since the creation of the Federal Reserve, the dollar has lost. Uh, two years ago, it had lost ninety six percent of its value. So, what you could buy with a dollar in nineteen thirteen, or with four cents in nineteen thirteen, would now cost you a dollar. Okay. So fifty cents then would so be like a candy bar would be a nickel back then, and now it's over a dollar, and how, it is. How much would a fifty cent piece then versus now? Well, they used silver pieces, fifty cent pieces then. So one of the ones that they pass is going to be worth about, uh, I guess, fifty bucks now. Okay. I don't know if they used half dollars then. There you have it, fifty bucks now. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Soon there will be more free talk live in your ears. That's the horrible, horrible air drumming sound. Yeah, it sounds like you're speaking mock Dutch. Mock like Dutch? the Swedish chef on uh, the Muppet Show. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> and that is our tribute to the, the Holland uh, uh, 
protesters who mostly peacefully burned down the uh, COVID testing <laughs> center. Kudos. Mostly peacefully. <laughs> Uh, six zero three two eight three six one six zero is our phone number if you'd like to join the conversation. It is Free Talk Live, the Monday night version. It's the old gray beard edition, starring me, the captain, and nobody. We've been talking about this article from OC Register, stating that California has lifted its stay-at-home. Uh, mandate i guess as well as the curfew so basically they said martial law is sort of coming to an end at the state level now we'll just allow it to be a regional martial law yeah i mean i i i don't know if martial is the word you're talking you're looking for because martial law is actually law enforced by the military and i don't think they deployed the military there to do that well i mean as militarized as the police have become well okay yeah they certainly do they, they qualify as a standing army in my book the difference they qualify as a standing army and if anybody has enough of these micro tyrants to be considered an army it's probably california uh yeah uh new york city also new york city I know. new york city actually has its own foreign policy yeah. did you know that they have like the the new york Pol- city police department actually has a substation in israel they have their own Why? foreign policy what that that makes n- no isn't it strange? Well, it is the Empire State. Maybe they're forming an empire. Yeah. Isn't that redundant? The Empire State? <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, I would say New Hampshire is a lot less empire imperial sure. than the New York government. So, so but I mean, we're the live free or die state, and they're the Empire State. Yeah. Uh, going back to the article, uh, under the system, a multi-county region had to shut down most businesses and order people to stay at home if ICU capacity dropped below 15%. An 11-county Northern California region was never under the order. Now, the of course, Sacramento it's region. interesting that yeah. practically what that means is they put in more restrictions so more people drive further to get services, and so that gives them a perfect opportunity, if they actually have something, to spread it somewhere it isn't already prevalent. Here's something that I continue to hate about government. It's always the the condescending way in which they present information to you. Uh, for example, uh, post-9-11, or immediately after 9-11, Mm-hmm. The TSA came up with that that little color coded danger chart, right? It reminds me of the. Uh, Has it ever been anything but orange? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It reminds me of the Smokey the Bear fire danger, like when you go out into the forest and it'll say fire danger low, medium high, right? You know, it reminds me exactly of that, right? And I'm mm-hmm. sure that's where they got it from. And so the TSA had one about the terrorism threat. How threatening is it you know is it blue is it orange is it red is it purple you know that Mm. type of thing so uh, regarding california and their coronavirus stay at home order uh, and their curfews the state developed a system of color-coded tiers 
that dictated the level of restrictions on businesses and individuals based on virus conditions in each of California's 58 counties. Wow. Why? Why? Okay, everybody, just so you understand, blue means... You can't do anything and go anywhere and visit anybody for any reason whatsoever. I don't know what the colors are. Usually that's red. Sure, fine. Yellow means go very fast. Oh, wait, no, that's traffic law. Sorry, my bad. And that's from Starman. (laughs) It is from Starman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Red means stop. Green means go. Yellow means go go very very fast. fast. (laughs) I watched you very carefully. (laughs) The fact that they feel like they did something because they created a multicolor-coated tears that dictate the level of restrictions. Wow. It's just, I It makes you want to cry multicolored tears, doesn't it? Most counties (laughs) will now go back to the most restrictive purple tier. Because they've just about choked you out. That's when you turn yes. purple, right? When you're getting choked out, just about before you die, you turn all sorts of purple. Yeah. 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 Most counties will now go back to the most restrictive purple tier, which allows for outdoor dining, hair and nail salons to be open, and outdoor church services. Bars that only serve beverages cannot be open. Wow. I'm telling you, the the Rona is a party animal. It is. It they they want it out of there, and so they're not going to let any party anybody party till they know it. They're not partying with that party animal virus. You know, viruses. I hear the virus loves cocaine too. Ooh, which leads to maybe that's how you kill it. <sighs> I just I am so more than frustrated with all of this hyperbole this gyrations of statists for no reason medical theater viruses are going to come and go it's a fact of human beings right it's a fact of human life it's just going to happen but i tell you what government is never going to forget how easy it was to close down all of your entertainment all of your religions and take away all of your freedom to travel and take all the joy out of life basically yeah. i mean the only reason to be alive at this point is things might be better in the future because there's certainly not much point now well and, and to fight for that yeah you know be that type of a per- be the change you want to see in the world yeah so uh, the county by county tier system uses various metrics to determine the risk of community transmission and apply a color code purple red orange or yellow which corresponds to widespread substantial moderate and minimal respectively Panic. why don't they just have a heat map on google why don't they just overlay a heat map on google with these color codes and be done with it they could do that. Yeah. As of the weekend, California has had more than 3.1 million confirmed COVID-19 cases and zero flu. <laughs> it doesn't and say what? that. Zero flu. It doesn't yeah. say that in the article. I'm just I'm I'm making an editorial statement. Is that one of the one of the states where those flu deaths have dropped to zero? <laughs> no, actually, it was Washington State where uh, it was mm, before the first of the year. Uh, Yeah, the month of December. Zero flu cases, which has never happened in recorded history. Well, at least recorded flu history, anyway. So, yeah, a bunch of of cases and a bunch of statists trying to make themselves... Look useful. More useful than they actually are. 
I mean, make themselves look more useful than they actually are to you, anyway. Yeah, get you to believe that crap. Well, I mean, if they looked as useless as they actually are, I mean, people would shoot them on sight. <laughs> I used to have a, I used to have a thing about, about what they're going to do about the ugliness of government, and by that I meant, I can't remember what it was. I used to rail on how ugly everybody in government is. Yeah. Well, have you seen the health minister from (laughs) Europe, the one who's, oh my God, is just the most horrible human being I have ever seen. Do as I say, not as I do. I'm not taking health advice from this woman. I mean, she's broken. She's clearly completely broken. (laughs) I mean... You know, to that point, when exactly did government become your doctor? What exactly did government be the entity that's going to dish out cures? Yeah, I mean, viruses. Usually, they're in the business of killing people. Yeah, or at least ruining their lives. But all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Oh, the government's my doctor now." You know, yeah. your every human body is different from every other human body. And government has nothing but one-size-fits-all solution. Yeah. And so to allow such a behemoth, a, a mega Are we back to the health minister from Europe again? Because <laughs> <laughs> you said behemoth. Um, <laughs> to allow such an institution as government to be the doctor of entire countries, if not the world. Yeah. An organization that just generally kills people. It's the most ridiculous thing, I think, at least to date. I'm sure it'll get more. We have not reached peak dumb. More Free Talk Live on the way. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Go there now. Click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information neatly organized for your needs. If you're a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website, all put together by the best minds in the business to teach you about cryptocurrency. Bitcoin.com. Free Talk Live. Yes, welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live. Into the third hour now of tonight's program. If you'd like to join in and talk about whatever's on your mind, you can give us a call at 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it is me, your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. And nobody. And we're going to change gears a little bit here. There's uh, We talked about at the top of the show. That there's a little something going on in the the dark nether regions of politics in the United States of America. They're uh, attempting to frame up something known as a uh, domestic terrorism bill. Now, no, this is not how much they're going to charge you for all the terrorism that they've been committing upon the domestic people. No, no, they they don't. They're not that honest. Nope. 
Nobody tells the truth in politics. This is a matter of fact. Uh, so there is uh, something going on. And uh, a politician named Tulsi Gabbard has apparently at least breezed through this stuff. And she says that, uh, well, according to this draft of this domestic terrorism bill, half the country's a terrorist. Yeah, well, I I don't know if it's half of the country, but the government is certainly very large. To be fair, she says almost half the country. Okay. Uh, The headline actually reads, Tulsi Gabbard, colon, domestic terrorism bill is targeting almost half of the country. Yeah, from Yahoo News National Review by Brittany Bernstein, not to be confused with Berenstein or Bernstein, mm-hmm. you know, as as we all know from the uh, what is it called? Uh, it's the Mandela the effect. Mandela effect. Thank you. Tulsi Gabbard, the former Democrat representative from Hawaii on Friday, expressed concern that a proposed measure to combat domestic terrorism could be used to undermine civil liberties. Uh, oh my yep, gosh. That's the plan. <laughs> Name something government has done that does not undermine civil liberties. Um, well, some of them die occasionally. That doesn't do any harm to my civil liberties. But when they're alive, yeah, they tend to harm it. Indeed. Gabbard's comments came during an appearance on Fox News primetime when host Brian Kilmeade, or Kilmeade, or killing his career anyway, asked her if she was surprised they're pushing forward with this extra surveillance on would-be domestic terror. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you know, I, I pay attention to the news, and by that I mean somewhat mainstream media news, because, well, we do this. But... I, well, it's good to know what your neighbors think, even if you yeah. don't believe it. But I, not only have I not seen domestic terrorism, but I've seen a reduction in all of the things that might have been construed as terrorism since the COVID lockdowns. The only terrorism going on is terrorism by governance. Yeah, well, the government trying to terrify the population about covid which you know if you look back in history that's not how government behaves when there's an actual major epidemic going on because what they're really worried about then is a panic right you know and well and losing their time to cause a panic right if if too many people die that you know it's put puts a puts a little damper on the old pocketbook right because they lose their tax base Mm. So Gabbard's comments came during an appearance on Fox News. We said that. Uh, It's so dangerous, as you guys have been talking about, this is an issue that all Democrats, Republicans, independents, libertarians, etc. should be extremely concerned about, especially because we don't have to guess about where this goes or how this ends, Gabbard said. Yeah. And, and, you know, anything, if you allow violations of your enemy's civil rights, sooner or later those will become violations of your civil rights. Absolutely. And a great object point. lesson in that is that Facebook has now uh, kicked off the Wobblies, the International Workers of the World, the Workers Socialist whatever party. Right. Um, you know, it's they're using it on the left as well. They're, know, they're trying to be. They want silenced. They can silence now. Right. They're trying to be equal opportunity tyrants. 
Well, they're trying to be equal opportunity for anybody who disagrees with them in that they want them all silenced. And they also want to make sure that the speech that they agree with gets magnified as much as possible. Silence! I kill you! Gebber continued, when you have people like former CIA director John Brennan openly talking about how he's spoken with or heard from appointees and nominees in the Biden administration who are already starting to look across our country for these type of movements similar to the insurgencies they've seen overseas, that, in his words, he says, make up this unholy alliance of religious extremists, racists, bigots, he lists a few others, and at the end, yes, even libertarians. Because leaving you alone is just like totalitarianism. What was the old uh, what was the old libertarian motto? We, we want to take, take over, over your government, and leave it alone, and leave you alone. That's right. Yep. She said her concern lies in how officials will define the characteristics they are searching for in potential threats. What characteristics are we looking for as we build this profile of a potential extremist? What are we talking about? Religious extremists? Are we talking about Christians, evangelical Christians? What is a religious extremist? Is it somebody who is pro-life? Where do you take this, Gabbard said. She said the proposed legislation could create a very dangerous undermining of our civil liberties, our freedoms in our Constitution, and a targeting of almost half of the country. But you still have freedom of speech if you can say exactly what we tell you to say, right? Next thing you know, they'll take my thoughts away. Yeah. She continues, you start looking at obviously have to be a white person, obviously likely male, libertarians, anyone who loves freedom, liberty, maybe has an American flag outside their house, or people who, you know, attended a Trump rally, Gabbard said. The Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021, (laughs) first of all, (laughs) this prevented no terrorism. (laughs) Yes. And this sounds a lot like pre-crime. terrorism. This sounds a lot like pre-crime. Right, listen to the title of this. The mm-hmm. Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act yeah. of 2021 was introduced in the House earlier this week in the aftermath of rioting Have you at, seen at the U.S. The Capitol. Have you seen the Onion uh, video that is the Ocular Penetration Prevention Act of... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God, I got to show that to you sometime. Uh, sounds like uh, something I need to witness with my own eyeballs. Yes. If they don't get penetrated out of your head. Right. (laughs) Uh, She continues, unlike after 9-11, the threat that reared its ugly head on January 6th is from domestic terror groups and extremists, often racially motivated and violent individuals. Oh, no, that wasn't her. This was Representative Brad Schneider who said this. Yeah. So he's basically. And of course, they just call anybody a racist that they want to call a racist. You don't have to actually hate people of other races to be a racist in America. Right. You, know? you could just be a fan of racing. You could just disagree with the government. I mean, the 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 leaps that people make are amazing. I was uh, I was campaigning for Aria Demezio, who's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, anything but a Trump supporter, right. anything but a conservative. And yet I would have people say, well, she she doesn't wear a mask, so she must be a Trump supporter. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. 
It is, I don't know if it's obvious to the listeners, but it's obviously obvious to me that the real terrorist in this situation is the gang of thugs known as government. The government is the terrorist, always has been. They fit the definition in every way, shape, or form. They use violence to achieve political ends. They use violence to gain your compliance. And they work in fear. 603-283-6160. More free talk live on the way. Yes, it is inexpensive conversation right now. <laughs> he laughed. He thought it was funny. Also known as Free Talk Live. It's true. I guess free isn't really inexpensive. Well, not when you're talking about medical care. Talk is conversation. Free mm. medical care can be the most expensive thing you ever get. <laughs> Showing <Sure enough>. up. <laughs> you ain't lying. It's true. You'd be telling truth. It is I always for- wonder, I mean, people in, uh, I've, I've seen people bra- uh, interviewed at, at Black Lives Matter rallies saying they want the government to provide health care. And I'm, th- I'm thinking, Why? what makes you think that black people are going to get any better health care from the government than they get law enforcement from the government? You right. know, how many yeah. people is that going to kill? Look at, look at all of the. <laughs> at the well-managed and very efficient operations that government has put forth in, during its existence. There aren't any. Yeah. <laughs> and now go, oh, I think these guys should provide my health care. Yeah. Because yeah. that way they can kill me without anybody asking questions. If you're wondering what the heck you're listening to, it is Free Talk Live. Our toll, or toll, our telephone number is 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join the conversation. In the studio tonight, it's myself. And nobody. And I want to tell you that you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 28th through July 4th for ForkFest 2021 at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest happens the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and ForkFest is decentralized, which means no one is in charge. Nobody. Not nobody. No one. Oh, that's right. Not even you are in charge, nobody. That also means there's Seriously, no ticket cost. Party, then. Well, you'll be free to party, of course. It's true. Yes. Uh, just reserve your camping, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 28th through July 4th. Where better to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire? You can relax and enjoy the camaraderie of like-minded people, or you can create whatever experience or event you'd like others to have. If you are planning an event for ForkFest, be sure to let others know in advance. You can connect with fellow ForkFesters via the unofficial Telegram chat or in the ForkFest forum. Links to those can be found on the unofficial website ForkFest.party. Mark your calendar for June 28th through July 4th, 2021. We'll see you at ForkFest.party. And if you come to ForkFest and you don't want to leave, we understand and we don't mind. That's... (laughs) has happened to more it than one person. It has happened many times. Yes. Uh, I got there, and when I got there, I only got there for the last four days last year, and when it was over, I still didn't want to go, but I did anyway. Cause, yeah. 
you know, responsibilities. And you didn't even have to leave the state, so. It's true. You're still kind of soaking in it. Madge, you're soaking in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my hand in some palm olive right now. No, wow. that's not true. I don't. I don't blame you. Going into the Wayback Machine there for that one. If you uh, watched commercials as a child and you're over 40, you might have some idea what I'm talking about. Mm. Maybe as low as 35, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. Anyway, we've been talking about this article from Yahoo News that, well, apparently half of the country are domestic terrorists, at least according to... This proposed legislation, in the opinion of Tulsi Gabbard, anyway. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, America must be vigilant. Wait, no, is this her saying this? No, this is him. So this guy, Brad Schneider, who's a Democrat from Illinois, he said, America must be vigilant to combat those radicalized to violence. And the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act gives our government the tools to identify, monitor, and thwart their illegal activities. Combating the threat of domestic terrorism and white supremacy is not a democratic or republican issue, not left versus right or urban versus rural. Domestic terrorism is an American issue, a serious threat that we can and must address together, he said. Well, I think we should do that, and I think we should start with the drug war, which is clearly a huge act of domestic terrorism against Agreed. Uh, against uh, drug users who aren't harming anybody except possibly themselves. And yet you have the government radicalizing these police to do violence against uh, against harmless drug users through the war on drugs. And I think this needs to stop. I think we should try the politicians who are responsible for it in the uh, at, at the Hague, and we should hang them by the neck until dead for crimes against humanity. Um. <laughs> I just wanted to look it up one more time because... You know, every now and again you look up a word and then you look it up again later and the definition has changed. Sometimes it depends on the dictionary you're going to. But this definition of terrorism now says, it used to just say, the use of violence or intimidation in pursuit of political aims. Right. But now it says the unlawful use of violence and intimidation especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. Hmm. So the difference between terrorism and not terrorism is whether or not it's written into law. Yeah, which is, wow. That's, so, uh, so if I just write down some words on a piece of paper and, and say, yep, these are the actions I'm taking. This is my own personal law. Hmm. Does that make it not terrorism? Wow. And, you know, it it kind of reminds me of the whole, uh, you know, people will tell me that black folks commit more crimes than white folks. And I I say, well, part of the reason for that is a large proportion of the crimes committed by white folks are committed by the U.S. government or under the command of the U.S. government and therefore not considered to be crimes. Um, You know, Uh, government as an organization type is the biggest and largest at almost everything bad. Yeah, it is the corporation that has a license to kill 
yep. and the one corporation that's permitted to force you at gunpoint to buy their product, even if it sucks. Let's let's talk about that for a minute. So murder, yep, government largest murder, yeah, right. Um, kidnapping rapist? certainly. I kidnapping. Mean, yep. What percentage of the kidnappings in in America are? Of, yeah. I mean, of peaceful people are carried out by the government. You have to consider every drug war arrest, every prostitution arrest. Those are nothing but kidnapping because those people weren't hurting anybody. Yep. Or even when like uh, police are, we'll call it investigating something, and they detain somebody to try and you know get information from them. Right. That's still mm-hmm. kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, how about how about rape? Is government the largest rapist? I'm under the impression that most rapes actually do occur in prison under the watch of government. Uh, yes, and actually men are more likely to be raped than women, but 99% of rapes of male occurs in prison. So the biggest and largest at almost everything bad. The organization type government. Wow, we should let them do the most important things in society so we're sure that they get done horribly. We should certainly put them in charge of healthcare ASAP. Oh yes, and education. And that, well, they, well, yeah, we know how that's gone. 603-283-6160. More of us soon. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live, the live Monday night edition. Our telephone number here is 603-283-6160 if you want to try and join in. We've got a few calls on hold. We'll get to those momentarily. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And nobody. And we were just finishing up this article from Yahoo News. Half the country is a terrorist. Apparently, and while we did get through the article, those are rookie numbers. We got to get those numbers up, right? <laughs> we did get through the article. Uh, we were talking about how government is the uh, largest violator of well, all the bad things. Right? Mm. They're the biggest thief. They steal the most money. Mm. Um, you know, they you know rape is committed at an alarming rate in government institutions. Uh, what else? Uh, rape? Uh, what about uh, physical, you know, like beating people up and stuff? Uh, yep, they got a lot of beating people up going on. I mean, at least uh, we know the police force does. Yeah. That's for sure. A lot of police brutality, a lot of people getting harmed because of things that government did tangentially, like the uh, war on drugs certainly causes a, a lot of crime. Tan Gentiles? Does that mean Gentiles go to tanning booths? Uh, Ten Gentiles are people who were momentarily Jewish but then moved on. Oh, interesting. So, 
(laughs) (laughs) On that note, let's go to some of your calls and your thoughts. Uh, We have Rod calling from West Virginia. Rod, you are on Free Talk Live. Yes, sir. Appreciate your program. Um, I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, Perhaps I wasn't listening at the right time on any programs. But uh, when Mike Pence, uh, vice president, certified, signed and certified the election, uh, for president that, and it was abundantly clear in several states that massive voting fraud had gone on. I don't understand how he could have certified that. To me, that was a betrayal of the president. I was wondering what your all's thoughts were on this. Well, I mean, the president certainly betrayed me in that his, uh, he was supposed to be in the business of defending my rights. It is as uh, in the Declaration of Independence. It says it says it is to secure these rights that any that governments are instituted amongst men. So I can say that I'm paralyzed by not caring very much, but certainly he did go along with what I think was a lie, um, which is that the uh, the presidential election is or ever has been fair. Um, Yeah, I'm with you on that in the respect that my opinion, Rod, is this. Uh, All government elections are fraudulent because government exists in violation of consent. And so, therefore, it it doesn't matter if there's just a little fraud or a whole bunch of fraud. They're all fraudulent, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the the Democratic and Republican parties, for example, have cooperated to make sure that they are the only game in town. So they have disenfranchised everybody who is not a Democrat or a Republican, and few people would identify with either the Democratic or Republican parties. Both of their platforms are horrors, uh, except that they're the only game, they're the only parties that are allowed to participate. Your thoughts, Rod? I'm still open for learning, you know. I certainly appreciate your comments on it, but it's it's just hard for me to understand. It just uh, seems to me that Mike Pence was not uh, the president's friend when he signed that, uh, certified the election. But I know I appreciate, I'm open for uh, good reasoning like your show presents, and uh, and I want to thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling, Randy. You know, I always thought that you know, Pence right. was the right. establishment Sorry, right. man in the uh, in the uh, in that administration. That he was the guy who was probably tasked with shooting Trump if Trump got out of hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and Rod, if you're still listening, please continue to ask questions, yes. particularly when it comes to what is government doing and why and how. You know, all the. The, the five W's and the one H or whatever it is, the who, what, when, where, why, and how, continue to ask questions. And I think you will eventually come around to some of the understandings that we've come around to here mm-hmm. on Free Talk Live. Never be afraid to ask questions. Everybody came from someplace else. So thanks for the call, Rod. Moving right along, let's go to Randy, who's calling from Arkansas. Randy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, how are you? Good. What's on your mind? Certain things about a person's personality can identify them as practicing vengeance, domination, and that goes against the Bible. Okay. And uh, vengeance and domination can be 
vexatious to the spirit, the spirit being a godly man of reason. And uh, they can make him mentally ill, mentally and physically ill, or dead. Okay. And if the police can identify those characteristics of the personalities, they can send them to a mental health center. So we're talking about identifying characteristics of personalities to yeah. to send people away i mean that doesn't seem like something that uh, i would like for any agency to do uh, we're talking that yeah. sounds like pre-crime to me you want to institutionalize people for personality traits because they might do something i think they should be medicated to make it a better society what if they don't people, have to take them away they can just give them a ticket to go to a mental health center what if people wanted to medicate religious nuts uh, because they were well, you know, they're concerned not that the overly just, religious uh, were? Violate, uh, well, there's one quote by Gustavs from 800 AD that says, the ego is the spirit of the devil. And there's, a, uh, there's another quote. There's also a quote from Ayn Rand in Anthem that says, of all the words I know, only one is holy, and that is ego. Um, so, so you're going to find some disagreement on that point. And the question is, who should decide who should be criminalized based on that? Should the Ayn Rand believers be criminalized, be criminalized, or should either side criminalize the other side? when they have the power to do so. Well, they're not going to be criminalized. They're just going to be corrected. <laughs> yeah, but the thing corrected. is, then you have to have a ministry of truth to determine who is correct and who is incorrect. And, you know, it's that's going to depend on who's in control of it. If the atheists are in control of of the ministry of truth, they're going to decide that, decide that the Christians are incorrect. But if the Christians well, are, in, are, are in charge of the ministry of truth. Dead, I'm sorry, say again, Randy. You don't want people retaliated against dead, do you? Or okay. maimed? Retaliating against men? For Reta Stephen King? No, you don't or? want the people that are practicing vengeance to kill or maim other people, do you? Oh, kill or maim. Kill or maim. Oh. Maim, M-A-I-M. Right. Well, you know, I certainly don't want people killing, being killed or maimed. I also don't want them herded into camps for having ideas that differ from either the majority or majority or from the minority. I think people or should for be able certain to personality traits. I mean, so Randy, what if uh, the majority of the people determined that you? have one of these personality traits, and it's you, Randy, who gets to uh, involuntarily be medicated. I've, al I've already been medicated. <laughs> <laughs> I was medicated before I called you tonight. Thanks okay. for the call, Randy. <laughs> I'm already medicated. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, well. And I wonder what medication they have to give you to make, the, make you want the government to control everybody's thinking oh, no. that just i don't know how that happens 603-283-6160 coming up more free talk live
Welcome back to the program, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live, the Monday night edition. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. And nobody. It's the final countdown, man. It's the final countdown. Wow, you just reminded me of, what was that show? Where they used that, the guy was a mu- musician, Ooh, and he used know. that as an intro. It was the same people who did Archer, like some of the same actors. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, very funny show. Um, All right, well, when you think of it, let us know. Okay, I'll do that. While you're thinking about that, I need to take a minute and th- say a big thank you to Nathan Benson. Nathan Benson is a silver level amplifier. What does that mean? That means Nathan contributes five bucks a month to Free Talk Live in order to help us get this radio program on more radio stations. We're currently over 190 stations. We could be on 200. We could be on 250. It's all up to you. You can find out more at amp.freetalklive.com. We only ask for five bucks a month. You can give more. If you do, there's different levels of perks and little things that, that you get for uh, you know donating the amounts Ooh, of perks. money. Yeah, not Percocets, but P-E-R-K-S. Oh, okay, yeah. those perks. We're, <laughs> cost way more than five bucks a month, pal. <laughs> yeah. We'd have, so a, lot more, we'd have a lot more amplifiers, too. Yeah. <laughs> they'd really be amped, or no, they wouldn't. No, they'd be, they'd they'd be, be disamped. They'd be disamped. Yep. They'd be ten, attenuated. Indeed. They would Indeed. be attenuated. All right, so anyway, thank you to Nathan Benson. We appreciate your contribution. Uh, Again, visit amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming an amplifier of the program. Uh, Let's go straight away to your calls and thoughts. We've got David calling from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. I just want to add to your list. Did you get uh, on your list of things that government does? What's the proper title for your list again? Uh, Biggest, most... Biggest, most? Yeah, like the government is... words. Uh, biggest, most... <laughs> um, basically, government is the m- most biggest violator of all the bad things. Okay. Well, so they frequently like violate add, uh, good chi- things. Child trafficker. Ooh. Oh, yes. They do more child trafficking probably than any other single Can you elaborate on, on that, David? Yeah, well, through the uh, your court systems and the different actions that government does, whether whether the child protective services people that come into homes and abduct children based on something that somebody said somewhere, and then uh, after they've abducted your children, then you can go to court and see if you can ever see them again. Which was that was not my situation. CPS was never involved in my case, even though I tried to get them involved uh, when I was still ignorant. Yeah. Um, the uh, and then uh, your traditional uh, dissolution of marriage with children, where one spouse oh, I love that show. Uh, go, goes and files for custody, and then you fight over that forever and ever. And the judge will issue an order saying where the children go and who the children are going to see and not going to see and stuff like that. And so, yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, uh, I can say having been in and then out of the government system as a child and this includes foster care uh as well as in and out of family court repeatedly that it's a horrifying situation and thank you for the call tonight david we appreciate it 
Um, the last thing government needs to be in charge of is children. Yeah, I, I mean, so, there's so many things that are harder to mess up. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, let's go to Pepsi calling from the Bronx. Pepsi, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Pepsi. Um, I just wanted to say, <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, the guy that called a couple of minutes ago, Rod, who was obviously a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, no, I, I like to give him a thumbs up because um, even though he felt that um, Trump was um, abandoned and you know. Um, by Pence, he still had an open mind, you know what I mean, to be able to listen to the other options that you guys present, you know, so I'd just like to say, if Rod's listening, that um, I give him a thumbs up and a well done for just being, you know, uh, able to just, you know, consider other options. Yeah, that's a great point, because it is real easy to just sort of close up your mind and not consider what's possible. Uh, Folks have asked me, from time to time, you know, why did I end up here, you know, where I'm at politically and philosophically? And it's because right. of my ability to retain my imagination. I'm able to set whatever my beliefs are aside and imagine if I didn't have them for a minute, what would I think and put myself in other people's shoes and keep that open mind? You're absolutely correct. You know, and if you don't have an open mind, you're just going to be stuck in the same place mentally for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You have to evolve, you know, and grow. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything else? No, i just like to say thank you guys for doing a great job, and I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Pepsi. Thank you, Pepsi. Yeah, they say in uh, AA. I wonder if he's getting say, paid by Pepsi to call in with that name or something. You know what I mean? Huh? I wonder if he's getting paid by Pepsi to, like, call in and be like, my name is Pepsi. I doubt it. You know? I doubt it. Okay. It's, Anyway, you were going to say. Maybe possible, but yeah, they say in AA, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. And so if you don't like what you're getting, change what you're doing. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's I, I definitely salute anybody who has some flexibility. I've been all over the map politically. Uh, well, I've been all over like the left half of the map, <laughs> okay. you know, in that I started out as like a... Uh, you know, more or less a socialist. And then I went through being a Democrat and then I became a libertarian. And so, and I never, I never really moved on to the right half of the spectrum. Uh, cause there were things about that that I never liked from sure. the beginning, but, um, you know, I've, I've always been willing to look at things and say, Oh, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe. Well, maybe and I I'm think, just- took the wrong position my observation of you is just that you know as somebody who's in technology has been a programmer is a programmer uh that you know you have the ability to facilitate logic right and so you're able to think things through with the perspective of logic instead of the perspective of belief yeah right and that's what that's what helps you out Uh, for me when i observe common folk if you will and by that i just mean you know people around me daily normal people regular people in AA, they call them earth people (laughs) the earth yeah (laughs) non-alcoholics they call them they say yeah well i run into earth people and they're like blah 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 (laughs) when i observe earth people um it seems to me that their political opinion is always 
situational specific, right? Mm-hmm. So if some politician is clamoring for, you know, a higher minimum wage, which we're hearing again, fifteen dollars an hour, right? Minimum wage. They're like, well, I, I'm not making minimum. I'm not making fifty. Yeah, I want a better wage, right? You know, for the same crappy job that they're doing or whatever, right? That they find mm-hmm. themselves in. Um, or healthcare. Yeah, I don't have healthcare. If government paid for healthcare, that'd be great for me, right? It's always to the individual, to the ego of the individual, uh, that where their politics begin to lie or are redirected instead mm-hmm. of having the ability to think it through on a macro level, mm-hmm. um, which I think is probably the difference between the majority of people in the United States of America. Uh, and you know, libertarians, for example, or anarchists, or folks of the freedom mind, mm-hmm. uh, is that they're able to more rationally think things through and look at things at a macro level and see how X affects Y, and you get the outcome of this mm-hmm. uh, instead of just thinking about it at a personal level. Oh, that that means it'd be better for me. Well, and that's the, of course the beauty of a of a capitalist structure is that if I or a free markets is if in a free market I want to benefit myself, I have to do that by giving other people what they want. And that's how I get what I want. So the market doesn't have to change my nature right. to make me beneficial to others. Whereas if people want me to be a good socialist voter, a voter who thinks of everybody before he votes, then they're going to have to change the essence of what evolution made me because evolution made me an individual who wants to survive. You know, and if if my shortest route to survival is helping others, then so much the better. Yeah, that is true. And excellent points all the way around. It is the only system which uh, allows you to not only enhance your life, but enhance other people's lives and create win-win situations. Yeah. Uh, We are out of time. Uh, Catch us seven days a week from 7 to 10 Eastern or find our archives at freetalklive.com. Peace. Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges. He is a first-time offender, and no victims were named at trial. Ross is condemned to die in a cage because he made a website called Silk Road that allowed people to exchange what they chose using Bitcoin as long as no third party was harmed. Please help. Sign and share the petition at freeross.org to commute Ross's sentence and bring him home. This is a Corona Crisis Self-Reliance Alert. If you're worried about the power grid in the current crisis and want to generate your own supply of off-the-grid electrical power just in case, pay close attention. Here's why. A limited supply of solar backup generators will be available again in the next two weeks. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical backup power when you get off the grid. And unlike gas generators, these solar generators run quietly, emit no fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Dangerous weather, social unrest, or overloaded grids this summer will not be a problem if you go to mysolarbackup.com and get your solar backup generator. We regret that supplies are limited and only available on a first-come, first-served basis. Check availability at mysolarbackup.com. Never suffer painful power outages again. Go to mysolarbackup.com. That's mysolarbackup.com.